build the best product. I've been involved in the Patagonia field testing program for a little over 20 years right now. For silent sports done in nature. That's the feeling. That's the feeling that I fell in love with with climate. Cause no unnecessary harm. Of organic cotton and recycled polyester to recycling the clothing to measuring our carbon footprint. Inspire and implement solutions to the environmental crisis. To give some love back to this river that doesn't have any. It's not getting any love. See what drives us at Patagonia.com. Money should never, ever stop people from, from pursuing their passion. If you, if you really want to do it, I think that you can make it happen. And, and I think that that's true in our films, and I think that's true in kind of skiing as a kid, too. For filmmaker Nick Wagner, skiing has always been a matter of making the most out of a little. In his 24 years, Nick's passions, whether it was his childhood dream to become a diehard skier or his adult goal to create his film Signatures and Handcut, those passions have always overpowered, overshadowed the doubts. I started skiing, I was, I think I was four years old, maybe, maybe younger, maybe three years old. I grew up in New York City, so pretty far from, you know, good skiing and any ski culture. There's, you know, there's not really a, a ski culture in New York City. Despite the fact his family lived in the big city, they had a connection to the mountains. In the early 1980s, his father had passed through Colorado, fell in love with the Rockies and bought a house, a place that his family could escape to. For Nick and his brother, they felt like it was their true home. I would ski like, you know, bell to bell. I would be out there at 8 in the morning and I would come off the hill at 4 or 4.15 and I would just get this like horrendous shin bang, but I'd still be out there. It could be like the most awful ski conditions on earth, but I'd still be skiing because it was like the only time I got to go ride. Yeah. That's that's definitely like perseverance. That'll make you good. I don't know. I don't know if it made me any better, but <laughs> <laughs> it was fun. I remember, <laughs> I remember being in seventh grade, and there was another kid who's who had kind of grown up skiing in Colorado. Uh huh. And I was, uh, I had looked up Greyhound bus tickets. <laughs> and this is in seventh grade, and I was like. I was pretty close to proposing to him that we should run away and, <laughs> and hop on a Greyhound bus. I think it was like $57 to go all the way to Colorado. That was, I mean, I was, you know, 11 years old. And, and I knew at that point that that's like where I needed to be. Nick knew what he wanted to do with his life. He wanted to ski. And New York City lacks good skiing. So he wasn't going to wait around for his goal to materialize. Nick spent his teenage summers working to support his winter habit. He saved money. You know, and the older I got, the more I uh, started taking my own trips. And I think that that's when it started to become really clear to me that this is uh, what I wanted to do with my life. I remember, like, looking on Orbitz or whatever and finding, like, a $300 plane ticket mm -hmm. and, and buying it on a Thursday, flying out on a Friday... And I was probably 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'd, I'd tell my mom that I had some ski instructor friends to stay with or, like, you know, patroller friends from, from the resorts to stay with, and they never really existed. <laughs> so I would, I would fly out there and then take the Greyhound to the resorts, and then I would basically bring my, like, negative 
you know, five degree sleeping bag and I crash in the parking lot for the weekend. In the parking lot? I mean, in a tent? Because yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like you Full had a car. Like, no, no, not, not, not in a tent. I would, I would like, <laughs> I, a couple of places I, I stayed were like parking structures. So I would have like a roof over my head, but like the fluorescent lights are on all night long. You know I mean? So it's, it was this funny, like, if there's a will, there's a way situation where it was like, nothing can stop me from pursuing this passion. I remember like taking jelly from like continental breakfasts and uh, just like squeezing them into my mouth on the chairlift. <laughs> just, just, just laughing, you know, saying this is uh, I remember like smiling and just kind of reveling in the, the simplicity of it that, you know, I, I could just go ski. I didn't need a lot of money to make it happen. And uh, I was happy doing that. I was like super happy. I didn't need like, you know, the burger at the lodge. I just wanted to be skiing. When he didn't have cash for a lift ticket, Nick wandered into the backcountry where he'd meet the local diehards and asked to partner up for the day. Often, they'd let him tag along, push him down steep terrain over cliffs, and Nick would do his best to keep up. You know, I'd fall and my goggles would fly off and I'd be just covered in snow and I'd, you know, put everything back together and make sure that I was like, they didn't even notice that I fell. I'd, I'd get up so quick. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, uh, it was an adventure. It was meeting people and kind of relating to people about this sport and the, and the passion behind it. The passion that spurred Nick's trips west as an 11-year-old to lie to his parents about non-existent accommodations to go without food in order to ski, it has evolved. The scale of Nick's goals has grown. He's made films in Japan, Alaska, and South America. What hasn't changed is his ability to make the most out of a little, to see possibilities where others might see roadblocks. It's totally, it's, it's still that philosophy of, you know, squeezing jelly into, into our mouths. It's, it's the same, you know, kind of seat of the pants, making it happen. And, uh, We've never we've never stopped moving and we've never stopped kind of pushing towards uh, what we want to do and and right now that's making ski films about you know mountain cultures and we might not have the biggest budget but we always uh, we work super super hard we're out there from like 8 a.m. you know sometimes 3 a.m. in the morning and we'll get home at nine or ten at night and we'll get three hours of sleep and then we'll do it again and but if if that's what we need to do to kind of like realize our dreams then it's it's okay it doesn't it doesn't really feel like work it's kind of uh you kind of smile at how ridiculous it is when you're you know taking your ski boots off at you know 9 30 at night it's uh you know it's you're a skier at that point that's that's what you do so. today we bring you our third annual year of big ideas we talk with friends, professional athletes, weekend warriors, and full-time dreamers. Here's to another year of thoughtful sacrifice and hard work. Here's to the reward, to the payout, to the fun. To remembering that sometimes all you need to get by are a couple of packets of strawberry jam. I'm Becca Cajal. You're listening to The Dirtbag Diaries.
Hello? The best mountaineer is the one who's having the most fun. And for a while, I kind of focused on the other part of it, like trying to be faster or stronger, or do harder stuff. Or, but I realized that the harder I tried to do those things, the more time I spent alone. And the easiest way to say my goal is just have more fun. But I guess the corollary is that having more fun for me means spending time with good people in places like where I like to be instead of trying to prove something in places where I, I wish I was. One of my goals for 2010 is to find a new place to take the anti-venom. What is the anti-venom? <laughs> um, the anti-venom is the theoretical all-purpose anti-venom for snakes, scorpions, and anything that can bite you in places where you don't want to be bitten. Stay mentally strong. Learn acceptance. Practice acceptance. I'm going to ride my bike a thousand miles. A little speedometer, pedometer thing on there. Accept the things I can't control, but work my ass off to make things happen when I can. Be mentally strong with my training and my climbing. Get some shit done. Don't make excuses. I am going to rollerblade around the world. And <laughs> I don't. I, I gotta. I gotta learn to rollerblade first, and then uh, I'll probably buy some pads or something. And the water could be a little tricky, but I'll make it work. You know, that's what that's what 2010 is all about. It's the future. To take advantage of uh, of the uh, the lenient. Uh, paternity and maternity leave in, in Norway and uh, take a year off and spend it with our kids and kind of get away from uh, uh, the everyday life of work and go off and have fun together for a year. I mean, that's kind of what we want to do. We want to get dirty again and, and uh, get out and do more things and get back to some of the things that we have had less time to do the last few years. In an ideal world, I'm going to finally settle on a place to live in 2010. It's, you know, I haven't lived in that year before, the whole new millennium, new decade situation. Pretty much spent the past 14 years looking for a home, and I have candidates from mountain towns to, if I listen to my father, cities, and, you know, if I listen to my dog, multiple places in on islands where he could just chase fish. So we'll come up with something, the perfect blend of mountains and lakes and rivers and skiing and climbing and art. Well, my main goal for 2010 is to continue work with the Access One Land Conservation Campaign, which is a campaign to, say, protect, to protect climbing areas around the country. So the idea is to support the local climbing organizations out there like Washington Climbers Coalition, Southeastern Climbers Coalition, Carolina, and Western Massachusetts with some of the projects that we started in 2009. It's an ongoing goal, so to speak. Well, one that's that's been on my list for a long time is um, kind of an addition to what a lot of mountain junkies around here called the Sisters Marathon, which is basically to climb the Three Sisters in one day um, in, a, in a single push, usually in one direction from, you know, south to north or north to south. 
I've been looking at that, and I, there's a couple of other nice peaks in um, close proximity to those peaks, including um, Mount Bachelor and Broken Top. And so I'd like to kind of patch all five of those peaks together, and I think they can all be summited in one 24-hour push, unsupported. Goals for the new year. I signed up for a seven-day Durango to Moab mountain bike supper fest, as you would call it. And then, uh, <laughs> oh, and then yeah, it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be one of the greatest memories I'll have. You know, so I'm real excited about that. Three weeks after that, I'll be doing the Leadville 100, which is another quote-unquote supper fest. All right. So my goals for 2010 are to play more music. I know that's not uh, outdoor-related, really, but at the same time, it is. You know, after a good surf or uh, a good uh, good day on the hill skiing nothing better than to get together with some friends at the condo or on the beach and have a jam session so as a kind of beginner intermediate guitar and bass player i'm really hoping to uh to push my skills in 2010 and, and make some good music to keep the stoke alive kind of a on a side note just kind of a broad uh, goal for 2010 it's all about balance you know so i got like two passions one passion is you know being outdoors you know which kind of spawned the second passion in my life, which is work and uh, founder of a young company. So it just, it just gets really exciting and things move really fast. So it's uh, just don't want to lose my roots in what inspired the company. You got the passion of what inspired you to do the business and you got, you know, the business itself, which is, you know, honestly just an incredible thing. It's uh, just cool to be part of it. Yeah. So this year I'm just, uh, my goal is to balance those two activities. And I think the cool. two, two events that I signed up for, they're not going to leave much room for me to, to work, you know, 14, 16 hour days. So it should be pretty <laughs> easy. To, I'm going to have to get out and train, so, which is really you're, cool. You're definitely going to have to put your butt on the bike seat. <laughs> for sure, man. You can grow up because, you know, you have to start something when you're a kid to get to really excel at it. And we forget to try new things, especially sports as adults. 2010 is like my breakthrough ski year, I've decided. So yeah, I guess my goal for 2010 is to like go from a one-trick pony to like a, a multi-trick pony. <laughs> well, I have a goal to raise some chickens, plant a couple fruit trees, and because it's so easy living in Seattle to just blast up to the mountains for a quick afternoon or morning, I actually want to compromise my quantity for more quality in the mountains and spend longer full days in the mountains. Um, my New Year's resolution is to uh, begin training for a half marathon that will occur in June. My little brother, who's a marathon runner, um, asked me if I want to run a half marathon with him. and. Out of sibling rivalry, I accepted. The only downside is that I don't really care for exercise and that I'm 30 pounds overweight. So thus begins, like every other jerk at New Year's, going to the gym, running around, and dieting. So my New Year's shaping up to look pretty crappy. But uh, come June, I may be in a much more fit state and uh, running around in circles, chasing after my little brother as he shows me up. Hopefully not by too much. Do you have um, big goals for the, the new decade in 
2000s. <laughs> I just turned 24 years old, so it's yeah, it's you know, it's starting to. I'm not a you know, I'm not the 14 year old kid I was, so it's you know, time to get old. No, not really. <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think we've made two films now. You know, we've we've made Handcut, we've made Signatures, and we're 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 going to take on a two-year project now to kind of perfect our art. I think we've we've kind of learned so much in the process of making these films that we've got all these little things that we want to kind of you know polish. And we're going to be heading down to South America actually in April to work on a two-year project. Everything from kind of you know super super steep ski mountaineering descents in the Cordillera Blanca in Peru. Um, you know, free riding in Argentina, all the way down to the tip of Patagonia, and uh, it's going to be an incredible film. What's your goal? My goal for this year is to carry the momentum that I gained at the end of last year, kind of working on a long-time goal. I've been wanting to become stronger as a climber mentally, um, and I kind of achieved that, and so I'd really like to carry that momentum into 2010 and take it to new places and new, to new projects. What about you? Uh, aside from not being so busy that my wife takes over the dirtbag diaries, um, the the last couple of years I've worked so hard at, at achieving my goals and and really achieving some of the the dreams that I've been chasing for a while. And I think this year there's been a lot of opportunities starting to come back. And I think I'm trying to take an open mind, or that's my goal, is to take an open mind to the opportunities that are coming in and maybe embrace some things that maybe I wouldn't normally try. And I'm also going to get a mohawk. I decided that. I've always wanted a mohawk, and this is the year that I get a mohawk. Yes! by the Danish National Chamber Orchestra, Mason Lindahl, Vetiver, and Wolf Parade. As always, you can find links to the bands we played on today's show on our website, www.dirtbagdiaries.com. We love to hear from you. If you've got a goal this year, consider posting it as a comment on the site. As always, the good people at Patagonia make the diaries possible. And today, we are proud to announce we've added Kuat Racks to our family of sponsors. They make a totally different kind of bike rack. This is a company that started with an idea, a goal to create a better bike rack. And then it blossomed in a garage and was nourished with long hours and passion. You heard from the owner, Luke, today on the show. He had his own goal. Check out Luke's dream at kuatinnovations.com. Additional support comes from New Belgium. Find them online at newbelgium.com. I'm Becca. I'm Fitz. You've been listening to The Dirtbag Diaries. Happy New Year! Now, how about that haircut? About 10. It's like a lawnmower getting through this. Oh god.